0: 1 Samuel chapter 11. The title I want to give today is Rising to the Challenge. Rising to the Challenge. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but I have had the wonderful opportunity to walk with people who were getting ready to go through difficult situations or were going through difficult situations, and they really felt like that they were just slowly sinking under the weight of whatever was going on and things in their life. When it really mattered the most, I've seen it so many times where people would just trust the Lord do the best that they could, and they would rise to the challenge and not even realize the strength that they had. We're going to see that today. We're going to see what God's word will say to us as we look at Saul rising up to be a king and it's going to be amazing but as always if you like what we're doing here make sure you like share and subscribe to the youtube channel make sure you are subscribing we're getting so close to 1000 it's going to be here before we know it make sure you are leaving us a five-star review on the podcast it really does help us i see some of you on spotify that are leaving us those five five five-star reviews it means the world to us thank you so much and also where we are rallying together the Bible Breakdown discussion on Facebook. Thank you to all those wonderful team members who are doing amazing. The more we dig, the more we find. And I love that we're creating this community together. We are diving into God's word. And speaking of that, if you wanna open them up, open your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 11. Remember, the overall theme of this is God's providence despite our silliness. The nation of Israel, God didn't want them to have a king. He wanted to be their king. But they kept saying, no, we want one. We ain't going to settle for anything less. And so God finally answers their prayer and says, okay, but it's going to come at a cost. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days as well. Well, today in 1 Samuel chapter 11 is one of those good days. If you remember yesterday when we were reading, God had called Saul to be the king, but Joker was hiding in the baggage. He was hiding. How embarrassing. But as he was... You know, being anointed king, everybody long lived the king. not everybody was for him but now we're going to see him rise to the challenge. So if you have your Bibles ready for Samuel chapter 11 verse 1, the Bible says this about a month later King Nahasha uh, Nahash, Nahash excuse me of Ammon led his army against the Israelite town of Gabesh Gilead. and all the citizens of Jabesh, excuse me, asked for peace. "'Make a treaty with us, and we will be your servants,' they pleaded. "'All right,' Nahash said, "'but only on one condition. "'I will gouge out the right eye of every one of you as a disgrace to all Israel.'" Pause. I don't know what this dude had with right eyes, but Joker's got a problem, all right? And that's that's the way, I guess, he would mark people he had conquered as he took out their right eye, which is terrible, right? Verse 3, "'They said, "'Give us seven days to send messengers throughout all of Israel.'" And if no one comes to save us, we will agree to your terms. When the messengers came to Gebeah of Saul and he told the people about their plight, everyone broke into tears. Saul had been plowing in the field with his oxen. And when he returned to town, he asked, what's the matter? Why is everyone crying? They had told him about the message. Then they told him about the message of Jabesh. Now pause. He has been anointed king, but he's out in the field working. Which means to me, it says to me, and I don't, I don't know, but it says to me, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to start the kingdom. All he knew to do was what he had been doing, which is not a problem. He goes back and, he, and he's working, waiting on God to, to help him know what the next step was. Well, he's about to get his next step. The Bible says in verse 6, when he heard about what had happened, the Spirit of God came powerfully upon Saul, and he became very angry. He took two oxen and cut them into pieces and sent the messengers to carry them throughout the Israel with this message. This is what will happen. Well, this is what will happen to the oxen of anyone who refuses to follow Saul and Samuel into battle. And the Lord made the people afraid of Saul's anger and all of them came out together as one. And when Saul mobilized them at Bezek, he found that there were three hundred thousand men from israel and thirty thousand men from judah that's a lot of folks so saul sent messengers back to jabesh gilead to say we will rescue you by noonday tomorrow there was great joy throughout the town when that message arrived the men of jabesh then told their enemies tomorrow we will come out to you and you can do to us whatever you wish but before dawn the next morning Saul arrived, having divided his army into three detachments. He launched a surprise attack against the Amorites and slaughtered them that whole morning. The remnant of their army was so badly scattered that no two of them were left together. Then the people exclaimed to Samuel, Now where are those men who said, Why should Saul rule over us? Bring them here and we will kill them. But Saul replied, Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> no one will be executed today. For the Lord has rescued Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal to renew the kingdom. So they all went to Gilgal in a solemn ceremony before the Lord, and they made Saul king. Then they offered peace offerings to the Lord, and Saul and all the Israelites were filled with joy. How amazing. that There was apparently some discussion about why Saul should be king. And so they were ready to just say, okay, never mind. That's, that's just not going to work. Let's just go and do our thing. And then when it mattered most, when people were in distress and when things were going wrong, God rallied the heart of Saul. He rose to the challenge and he ends up becoming king. And now they're ready to move forward. And we're going to see the kingdom will we'll never back up from this. It'll be good. It'll be bad. But they're never going to not be a kingdom anymore as far as in what they have to say about it. And that reminds me of a lot of our lives. There's times when God will give us opportunities. We get that new job. We start a family. We get married. We get in a relationship. Something else, something happens, and there's, there's a new day on the horizon. And we can feel a sense of joy, but also a sense of intimidation. Can I do this? And maybe we go through a season where things just kind of just aren't going well. But can I tell you what God wants to do? Is that when it matters most, when, as they say, the, the chips are down, and what really matters. What God wants to do is he doesn't want you to fail. He wants to empower you to succeed. But here's the catch, is he wants to be the author of it. He wants to be the one to empower you to dig in instead of giving up. So if you trust the Lord, you'll seek after him and do what you know how to do. When it matters most, God's going to give you the courage. He's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to open the right doors and close the wrong doors. Because here's the thing. God is your heavenly father. And he wants what's better or what's best for you more than you do. And so I want to encourage you by the power of God. If you're facing a challenge today, allow God to strengthen your heart. Stir up the gift of God that's inside of you and rise to the challenge. Because God is for you more than you can imagine. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that you are for us more than we can imagine. I pray, God, you'll encourage us to take every next step with you and to realize, God, that because you're for us, nothing can stand against us. We celebrate you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget, God's word says in 1 Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. God is having his way in your life. He is moving you in the right direction more than you can imagine. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for First Samuel chapter 12.